Hello and welcome to the first episode of Taylor Made, the podcast where I make Taylor watch movies and we talk about them. This is a branch off of the uh, Is It Rotten podcast, which is usually me and just me, but this version is going to be a little something special. We're they're going to be uh, longer episodes, but we're going to be talking about a lot more movies. And maybe not just movies, maybe anime and comedy sketches and other things that that uh, I've had Taylor watch and we're going to discuss them. So, starting off, um, we're probably going to start with Wonder Woman because that one's the freshest in her mind and she has like 40 pages of notes over here. So, um, just your initial thoughts. On Wonder Woman, how did you how did you feel about the movie? I knew I was gonna like it. It came out two years ago, and I kept seeing stuff about it online, and I kept seeing stuff about the costumes, the director, and I kept seeing stuff about the story, and so I knew I was gonna like it. And so I watched it, and I did like it. Mm-hmm. So I really liked uh, I liked all of the fight scenes a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, but I also liked the costumes, and I liked the hair. I thought it was pretty great. Who's here? Everyone's. <laughs> okay. What else? What do you mean, what else? That, I mean, I'm just asking if that's all your initial thoughts on it. Those are all thoughts? of my initial thoughts right now. Okay. Sorry. Do you know anything else about the movie, like the background or anything? I mean, you asked who directed it while you were watching it. So. Yeah. T- no, you can tell me about it. Oh, I'm just, I'm just seeing if you know anything about the box office or... You know, any of that stuff. No, that's my forte. That's yours. That's how you're looking at me. Okay. <laughs> it, was just, it made a bunch of money, basically. They're doing another one. It's supposed to take place in 1984. That's exciting. Sure. The pictures for it... Well, I've only seen the one picture, but, like, Steve Trevor is in it. In, like, the one picture that I've seen. So... How is he in it? Exactly. That doesn't make any sense. Isn't that the question of the day? He got blown up. Spoiler alert. That was, that was the amazing Spider-Man 2 question. I mean, not question, reference. But you didn't catch it, obviously. We haven't gotten there yet. <laughs> I just... Just but right through my fingers, sorry. The funny thing about that is... I don't think that quote was actually in the movie. I think that one was in one of the trailers. And they cut that movie to oblivion, so I don't think that made it into the movie. But anyway, um, so, what do you, I mean, you said you just basically wrote out the movie. Yeah. Shortened versions of the movie. What do you, what do you have written down here? Oh, so I basically just wrote it scene by scene, but, um, I mean, I just wrote the most important parts of it because it was just interesting, and I like remembering things chronologically, but I really liked, um... I liked the whole island that she was she was born on or made on. The Mascara. Yeah, it was really, it was really gorgeous. But um, I liked the fight scene on the beach. I thought that was super neat. Like I liked seeing the fighting style of the um, the Amazonians. It was just super fascinating. And I also really liked how they showed like the veil that hides the uh, the island from the rest of the world. And that was super neat too. But I liked how they exposed like her growing up. Um, very gradually it was super neat like i feel like it made the movie a little bit longer but i really just i enjoyed that um and seeing the island and how she trained and everything so what did you what did you well talk about uh your feelings toward the relationship between diana and steve 
I feel like it was totally unnecessary. I feel like... I feel like it was okay. Like, it wasn't as bad as some relationships that I've seen in movies. Like, the ones where, like, they look at each other and you're like, oh, not this again. It wasn't that bad. But, you know... And also, too, like, it couldn't have been, like, any other type of person. Like, it couldn't have been a woman or anything like that that found her on the island or anything. But, um... You know, it had to be somebody, and it just happened to be him. And so she was super, like, interested in, like, just everything that he kind of knew about. I don't know. It's kind of like with Pocahontas, like, how she meets him, and she's like, oh, tell me stuff, because she doesn't know anything. But But um, that movie was garbage, though. You said that in your podcast one time. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. But it wasn't, like, I didn't hate it as much as I hated, like, other movies that kind of have, like the born sexy yesterday type movies you know what i'm talking about because she doesn't know anything like so she goes to london with him and she sees everything and she kind of gets like a feel for his world um and it's not as bad as it could have like it's it's it was a lot better than it in it than i thought it would be Mm -hmm. um but yeah i really liked i really liked so i liked it whenever she was seeing stuff in london and she was kind of like getting a feel for like what happens in the human world so you mentioned that uh, the secretary was like your favorite character. So the secretary was one of my favorite characters. I liked her because I felt like she was like an interestingly div- like an interesting character, like just in general. Like I felt like she really supported Steve's character a lot. She didn't really like help the story along that much, but it was just interesting to have her there. Yeah, for I guess comedic purposes as well. Yeah, for the comparisons and contrast between her and diana and you know the whole where we come from that's called slavery (laughs) that whole thing and then oh there was personally because it's i haven't i hadn't seen this movie since it came out in the theaters um personally i thought the movie was fine like it did what it was supposed to do for for this character and the dc cinematic universe as a whole i mean they did kind of follow they did follow this up with justice league and that movie was a disgrace but (laughs) um but it's good that this movie did what it did for not only women viewers but for the cinematic experience as a whole like you have this this female director able to come out here bring this bring this movie put this movie together and show that you know you don't have to over-sexualize your characters in order for them to be, you know, of importance or be the lead or, or or something of that matter, which you can see, like I was telling you, you could see the difference of how the director frames the scenes and, you know, where they put the camera at, like in, like I was telling you in Justice League, how they were, how they were doing like upskirts almost where you didn't necessarily have that in this movie because you know it's it's directed by a woman and you know they're not while they while they are going to do shots that are flattering because it's still a movie and you don't want your main character to to look disgusting you know it's not like over sexualizing the character and that's that's refreshing to see in general and like i mentioned like the whole the whole sex scene which whatever because, it showed as much as it needed to show right it which was nothing <laughs> Which is perfect, right? It's you know we get it because you might watch this movie with your family or something, and you just that's just a whole bunch of awkwardness that you don't want to have to deal with. Yeah, that's true. That's true. 
But also, uh, so, like, a woman directing it and everything, it kind of, I really liked how whenever she would go into a room and then people would look at her and be, they'd, they'd say, why are you bringing a woman in here? Mm-hmm. Or, like, she'd start, like, she'd be like, I know what languages you're trying to decipher. I can decipher this for you. Mm-hmm. Everybody kind of was very dismissive of her. Right. And, like, it it's kind of like I've experienced stuff like that in real life. And mm-hmm. I feel like it's stuff that, like, sometimes guys don't even think that they're doing it. And it's something that they do quite a bit is whenever a girl is talking and he doesn't necessarily agree with her, he becomes very dismissive. Mm-hmm. And he just, like, almost ignore like basically like scoffs it ignores them Mm. so i thought that was pretty interesting because it's like oh that's like i don't know it felt right um how did you how did you feel about uh good old remus lupin coming out to be aries in the end so i knew it wasn't the general like i could tell it wasn't the general because Mm. it just wasn't like when like at first whenever he took that that weird gas and Mm. like his face kind of glowed i was like that's interesting like and i thought that he might be it but then like as the movie progressed i was like that can't be right and then she she murdered him and it wasn't him obviously um but to see it was him like as soon as like as soon as you saw him up in that tower the watchtower like you were like wait this is weird and it's probably him Mm -hmm. but yeah it was surprising yeah that wasn't who I thought would be Ares because he's not he just doesn't like look the part right um yeah yeah like again seeing it seeing it for the second time it's like you don't really think about it because I knew that he was gonna show up in the tower but I didn't really think about the fact that like how did he get up there (laughs) like they were standing in the tower the whole time so but you do see him do the whole teleporting thing, so seeing it again is like, oh, maybe he teleported there, and that was maybe that's how. But yeah, that was. I don't remember. I don't remember how I reacted to that the first. I feel like. I feel like I knew it was him, the first time. I, don't, I honestly don't remember, but like, like you said, I knew it wasn't the the general guy because they were pushing that so hard that there was no way it was him, mm-hmm. and. Lupin, I forget what his real name is, um, but he was the only person. He's like the only other guy in the movie, right? That could have been Ares. Yeah. So process of elimination could have been the secretary. No. Could have been Doctor Poison. No, it couldn't have been. It couldn't have been because Ares is a god. Yeah. He would have been too vain to take the form of a woman. I guess. What else? You like the action? You like the fighting? Um. So one thing that was interesting is um, there was a lot of debate whenever this movie came out about if she could or could not store a sword in the back of that dress that she wore to the gala. Right. And that was super interesting because, like, whenever you look at it, you're like, that can't be right. Like, mm-hmm. that's totally fake. That's right. just the hilt of the sword and everything. Yep. But I actually saw people who were dressing up in dresses and then sticking swords in the backs of those dresses, and it actually works. So I thought that was pretty funny. Like knowing that and seeing the movie, I was like, it just was more interesting that way. I don't know. That no, that is sense. interesting because I I hadn't seen that. That every time I see it now is I I always see the image where they do the X ray where they like drew the sword like in between her butt cheeks. No, you never have you seen that one? I know what you're talking about. Yeah, that's what I keep. <laughs> that's what I kept seeing during that scene. So 
but it, I, I hadn't, I hadn't, uh... No, like, so girls were wearing their, like, formal dresses mm-hmm. and sticking replica sto- swords down the backs of them, mm-hmm. and it actually does fit and work, and you can't tell. That's cool. I didn't, I didn't know that. What did you think about Dr. Poison? Did you think, did you think she was a fleshed-out character? I thought that as much as we saw of her, she was as fleshed out as she could be. Mm-hmm. Um, I really liked it whenever, um, Steve and her spoke one-on-one and how like excited she looked and like she just had a lot of like and every time she was killing somebody or like watching how something was working how excited her eyes got like mm-hmm. they looked bloodthirsty right it was really cool i really liked her character a lot yeah i want to well i don't want to say when she was when he was talking to her at at the gala 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 whatever however you say that however word. you say that word it i don't want to say it humanized her but I have to give props to the actress because for somebody to have a certain part yeah, of their face obstructed, face. Mm-hmm. she did use the rest of her face to emote very well. And she did show, you know, show emotion and, and convey what that character might be feeling quite well. It was all in her eyes. Yeah. And that's important because sometimes you have actors and actresses that just are dead eyed <laughs> and the performance is garbage. But if you have nothing else, we can move on to the next uh, to the next movie here. Um, do you want to do Rogue One or Spider-Man first? I always want to talk about Spider-Man. <laughs> Alright. So, Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. You can talk about that. I've uh, recommended it. Recommended the that movie. On the regular podcast feed, I guess. Um, I guess this is on the same feed, but on the podcast proper. Um, but so you, you you guys know that I enjoyed that movie quite a bit, and I would still like to see it again. I'm looking forward to the release of the Blu-ray, so I can give me a couple copies of that uh, as well. But um, Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. I didn't know it was going to be animated. So, like, whenever I went in watching to go watch that movie, I had, no, I had, like, no idea what I was getting into because, like, I hadn't seen any, like, advertisements for it or anything like that. So, whenever I first saw it, I was like, this is really cool. And, like, just all of the animation was really cool. And all of it, like, because you can definitely tell, like, the different scenes where, like, you're like, that looks like it came out of a comic book. Mm-hmm. Just very cool. And I loved all the colors and I loved all the contrast and I just, everything about it was great. But also too, Miles as a character is so relatable. Like he's just like, that's a really nicely done character because like, like you can look at that character and you can watch that one movie with that character in it. And then like, you can look at a bunch of like lists of things that people could do and you can be like, he would do that and he wouldn't do that. Like, cause like you just kind of know, cause he's just like, I don't know. He's a great character. I really liked it. I agree. I agree. They did a very good job of fleshing that character out. And it also it also has to do with the people that voice acted it because if you had some garbage voice actor in there, you wouldn't be able to get the range of emotion and, you know, shock or whatever emotion that they were trying to convey. Uh if you had some garbage voice actor in there. So I, I have to attribute that to the voice actors as well. Um there's so much to There's love about, so this much that's good about this movie. It's <laughs> like I don't know what to pick, what to start with. The music is great. Um, I'm still listening to the soundtrack for that movie. Like 
Uh, I don't uh, like where, Sunflower is a great song. Yeah, it is. Like the first <laughs> the first scene of the movie, man. Like they just start, I mean, that's, well, I guess it's not technically the first scene of the movie because it does start with um the alternate Earth Spider-Man introducing himself as the Spider-Man and then it cuts to Miles. And yeah, but the doing, first time you see Miles, the right, most important the character you, of this whole yeah, movie. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, so the first time you see Miles and then he's doing the... He's singing really badly. He's singing really badly, but he's doing the thing that everybody does when you don't know the words. You just mumble it and then chime up, get louder on the parts that you do know and then go back to... <laughs> so it's just, it's just great. It's just great, especially with him being... Like, I mean, if, even, even now, like... As adults, we still do that, but him being at the teenage, like, 15 or whatever, it's just, ah, oh, there's so much to love about this movie, my goodness. And then, the did you did you already know about the fact that, um, with his mom being Puerto Rican and her, like, speaking Spanish, they didn't put the subtitles on the screen on purpose? No? Yeah, so they, they didn't put the subtitles on screen on purpose to better represent a normal fluidity of yeah. a biracial family. So, you know, if you didn't understand it, you just didn't understand it. Because I mean, but you got the gist of it. Yeah, like it's, basically. It's it was... what mom says to you. <laughs> basically, yes. <laughs> basically, yes. But, you know, when he was walking down the street talking to all his old school homies, which I, don't, I have no idea what that's like to have a bunch, to have the whole school know who you are just walking down the street. That must be amazing or incredibly tiring. But... Um, just, oh, man, like I want to go see this movie again, like right now. Just thinking about it. When's the Blu-ray come out? In March. March tenth. No. Oh dang. No. It's, that would have been great like, if I was right. Uh no. Yeah, that would have been crazy. I think it's like March twenty something or other. But um. Not soon enough. No, definitely not soon enough. I think it's still in theaters. I don't. Well, I, I know it's still in theaters because they're doing special Dolby screenings of it for, like, good the good sound quality and stuff like that. So, One of my favorite parts of the movie is whenever uh, Gwen is leaving the building and then he's, like, stuck to the pigeons walking on the side of the building. And she's mm-hmm. like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> the, the funny thing about that scene is, like, she's the only person that sees him. Like all these people outside on the street. This is New York. Everybody's just looking down and forward. They're just trying to get to where they're going. I suppose nobody has time. I suppose. I guess. But that, that was another thing about this movie. They're they're walking around with their masks off a lot, mm-hmm. and just in public areas. On I mean I guess rooftops. But that scene with him. It's almost and, like Hotel Artemis. Sure. Okay. Sure. We're not gonna compare a, such a high caliber movie with a mid-tier <laughs> movie okay <laughs> they're on two different levels right now it's true they do have one character in some in in, in uh in like they have um what's his name uh brian tyree henry is from that movie and he does uh miles's he does the voice of miles's dad oh crazy yeah that is crazy that you brought that up because it didn't yeah <laughs> he's a much smarter character in this movie than he is in Hotel Artemis, but anyway, what else? Um, so I didn't know who John Mulaney was when we first saw the movie. I love John Mulaney. I know. When you said that, I was like, I don't. I was like, oh, okay. 
He was like, oh, when you specifically said, oh, I love that they got John Mulaney to do the voice. And I was just like, oh, yeah, yeah. And then after the fact, I went and found this his stuff on Netflix. And yeah, he's he's pretty funny. But Ridiculous. 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 Uh, <laughs> speaking of Remus Lupin. Um, what else? What else about this oh, fantastic movie? It was so exhilarating. Like every single time they had like an action sequence or like somebody was running or like whenever he jumped off the building successfully. That was so cool. Like I felt that. Like I felt like I was running or I felt like I was jumping. Yeah. It was just so great. Yeah. It was really, really cool. I like, yeah, it was. I like the comic book aspect that they did with it. Like when he threw the bagel and it <laughs> hit the person and it said bagel. <laughs> Yeah, just uh, the animation. Just there's, there's so much, there's so much, and the the fact that they're talking about doing like these spinoff movies and TV shows and all of this is like, it like it's cool, but it saddens me a little bit because you know, you almost want them to leave it alone. Right. Like that was great. Right. It's really good. Let's end on a high note. Right. Let's not like turn this into garbage. Yeah, but it's like at the same time, it's like oh, I want more of this world but knowing that the stuff that like the spinoffs that they're supposed to be doing are not going to involve the same team of writers and directors and everything it's like it's not going to have the same feel the same essence it's going to be different that's not to say it won't be good but it it just you know you expect something different you can always turn to fanfic where everybody's going to do it better than the tv show <laughs> that's yeah but I mean, that's that's reading it. You wanna you wanna see it. You wanna consume it with your eyes. Hear the sound. Hear the music. You consume fanfic with your eyes as well. But in a different way. <laughs> you you read those words and create a picture in your head. The picture that has already been created for you to view, to consume in a movie format. Okay. I know what you mean. I know what you mean. Okay. All right. All right. <laughs> Jeez. What else you got? About what? Spider Man. Spider Man. Still talking hmm. about Spider Man. Still gushing about Spider Man. There was there were parts of in that movie. There were two parts in that movie that made me jump every single time. Oh yeah. Actually, there's just one. It was the one the where Uncle Aaron, one. Uncle Aaron like, <laughs> as uh, what was his name? The Prowler. Prowler. The Prowler. He like whipped around behind the TV, and then Miles was supposed to be there, but he like disappears. But every time he like goes behind the TV, it makes me jump because it scares me every single time. <laughs> <laughs> it's just Uncle Aaron. Don't he's, he's cool. He's dead now, so I don't know what what oh, sound spoiler. they were making during uh whenever he popped up, mm-hmm. like that really crazy, like loud yeah. noise that they made. Yeah. But it was really scary. It made it way scarier to see him. I don't know what it was. Yeah. It was cool. It attributes to the sound of this movie. It's, it's so good. It like, was really good. Yeah. There's there's sounds in this movie that like I want and I don't know where to get them. I don't know where to find them because they have the soundtrack, but it's just like, like the music. Yeah, and it's not it's not like like the scene where he's doing the graffiti on the wall, and like they have like the mix the mixtape of all the like the old school rappers and stuff and mixed together. Like I want I want that. That was really cool. Yeah, I want that, but I don't I don't know where to find that at. I don't know. When I get the Blu-ray. You can record it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's, I just keep going back to the music and the animation, but, like, the story is so good. I mean, there there's obviously points in it that are just, like, 
all right, how did they keep getting their shoes? Like they keep somebody. They keep... Yeah, they keep losing track of their shoes and then getting their <laughs> shoes. Like I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Those shoes are too expensive to just have multiple pairs of them. It doesn't make any sense. It really made me angry. Well, and their clothes. I don't know what to say. Hmm. So there was a part where uh, Doc Ock said that only her friends call her live. And then whenever you got to the scene at Aunt May's house where they just destroy everything in her entire house, where um, Aunt May goes, oh, look, it's Liv. And it's like, I want to know more about that. Yeah. Yeah. There's there's like little tidbits, little nuggets there. And it's like this this developed world. It's like, you want to know the story of everybody? I mean, I want to know the story of Scorpion. How, I don't Maybe not that much, but I am curious about why this version of Scorpion is so different than the other version of Scorpion. And, I don't know, but, like, Tombstone basically looks the same. And, are you just nodding along, or do you know who I'm talking about? I, I watched the same movie you did. You know, you know who Tombstone is? I remember that there was a character whose name looks like it was probably Tombstone. <laughs> if that makes any sense. Okay. Yeah. I'll look him up right quick while I'm talking. Um... But yeah, I mean the characters—they looked so. I don't like Scorpion. Looks so much different. Um, I, re- I really liked the what was his name, the bad guy, Kingpin. Kingpin. Mm-hmm. I liked how his the like his suit was so dark that it looked like it absorbed all the light in the room. That is pretty cool. I didn't I didn't realize that. I was just focused on how massive he was, and how he signaled to Tombstone that one time and. I was like, how how did he see the signal to put the guns down? Because it was from so behind, wise. yeah. Yeah, and he was standing behind him. So, like, how did he how did he see that? Like, this is what Scorpion normally looks like. Oh, the other guy didn't look anything like that. Yeah, he looked way different. And then he had the whole, like, legs split apart thing. So, I was like, man, what? I want to know that guy's story. And he's, like, a Hispanic dude. And this guy is... He wasn't a dude. He was a Scorpion man thing. <sighs> Alright. But this guy's just a white guy. Mm. Yeah. So I don't I don't uh I don't know what's going on with that either. I wanna know that I wanna know his story. But pulling up Tombstone. Like he basically looks the same. He just they he's just like skinnier. Yeah. In uh in into the spider Wait, show it to me show that picture to me. Yeah. Yeah. What else? What else you got? I liked how they kept taking the bus everywhere. Right. That was pretty funny. <laughs> Miles was like, you're going to teach me how to swing, right? And he's like, no, we're taking the bus because I ate too bus. much. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that was quite funny. Also, wait, did Penny always rode on top of the bus, right? Because I can't imagine that robot getting inside the bus. I think Penny rode inside the bus and the, and the, the robot, robot was on top. top. Yeah, the robot was on top. I think I remember her being inside. Hmm. I don't know. I guess I gotta see it again. Oh, the ball boy. <laughs> Darn. <laughs> hmm. How did you like her character? I thought it was okay. Um, I thought it was like, at times it was kind of, hmm, obnoxious. Mm-hmm. But I mean, like, maybe that's just her character. I read some of the, like, her comic, like her origin story, which is pretty interesting. Mm-hmm. Like, and she seems like a much more serious character in her own world than she was in this one yeah so they might have 
toned her up yeah. for the sake of the movie and the semi-comedic elements of this movie. Probably. It really bothered me every time she would eat inside of her mech because, like, you don't, like, like whenever you're in space, you don't eat foods that are crumbly and stuff like that because it can get into your, like, hardware. Mm-hmm. And it's bad for it. I don't know. I know it's just a movie, but that bothered me. <laughs> it really bothered me. I'm sorry. I thought it was super cute. So. <laughs> ha. All right, then. I didn't even think about that. Spilling crumbs into. Like your keyboard or something like that. That's why you have like the compressed air to just. It doesn't get everything. You just disassemble it then. Do you know. think she disassembles her Mac every time she eats in it? Well, seeing as she didn't assemble it to begin with, I don't... Well, she's pretty smart. Maybe she knows how to do it. I don't know. She's definitely capable. Definitely capable. She made the doohickey or the... Whatever the thing he was called. <laughs> I was going to call it a dongle, but that's definitely not what it is. That's not a, That's not what it is. A goober? There we go. That's what it was. The goober. <laughs> that's cool. Uh... I think we covered it. I think we covered it fairly well. I think we well got it. For this list of other movies that we have here. And we're already almost at like 40 minutes. Cool, cool. Yeah. So I guess we'll move on. Do you want to talk about Rogue One really quick? Okay. So you like that movie, huh? I, okay. But like, listen. I don't know a lot of the lore. Okay. With Star Wars. Mm-hmm. So, basically, I went into Rogue One blind. Like, I go into a lot of movies blind. Like, just like I did with Spider-Man. So, I didn't know what I was getting into. So, I really liked Rogue One because I felt like everything is, like, just unfolding in front of me mm-hmm. as it is. Like, I have no backstory. So, but basically, I mean, with Rogue One, I really liked it because a lot of, like, it just seemed like everybody was affect- everybody was affected by this war in a way that seemed believable and real. And I just really liked a lot of the characters. Like, I liked um, Cassian. Yeah. So, I really liked him. Like, he really did seem like he had a lot of, like, invested in the war. And he had he had a lot that he was trying to, like, he had a lot he was trying to accomplish. Like, you saw that in that scene that he was in with that one guy, where the one guy was like, I can't climb up with my arm like this. And he's like, don't worry, don't worry, it'll be fine. And just shoots him. Right. And he's just like, can't let anything drag him down. Mm-hmm. And, like, he's just very goal-oriented and everything. I don't know. But um, I also really liked a lot of the scenes in the movie. Like, I liked... I liked basically all of the scenes in the movie. I thought it looked really good, but I remember that you were telling me that they had recut it, like they had they had re-edited yeah, like everything. Two different, two different directors. Yeah. So, but I didn't know. I didn't know any of that. I didn't notice any of that. But yeah, I think knowing about the two different directors and them reshooting stuff and recutting the movie and stuff made it more uh, glaringly obvious for me. So that took away from my viewing experience when I saw it because for me it um it didn't really seem that together like whenever they would cut to a new planet or whatever it always seemed like wow that was a very abrupt cut to this new planet like at the beginning of the movie it was just like cut 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 new planet new planet new planet trying to introduce everybody at one time and it just it, it, I like I didn't I didn't like that because one I'm not going to remember these planet names. And then they just keep going to different planets. I'm like, all right, I'll take your word for it. That's what that planet's name is. Okay. You know, 
And then, like the like the beginning scene. But it's Star Wars. It's like they go to different planets. That's like one of the cool things about Star Wars is it's not at the same place the whole time. Yeah, but I know the planet names. So with this one, I couldn't tell you the, any of the planet names beside Jeddah, the desert planet. Mm-hmm. That's it. I don't know where else they're at. The entire <laughs> oh, and um, the the I can't even tell you the name of it. <laughs> The the part of the, the the beautiful island place that they were at at the end of it. That place was gorgeous. Yeah. But Where were they filmed? Um, I don't remember what the name of it is now. So, so sorry. It's all right. I don't remember either. Yeah, it's fine. No big deal. I'm not big into details. It's it's you know no big deal. Whatever. But that's 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 my point. Like with Star Wars, like they they generally do a good job of letting you know this is Jakku. This is the forest moon of Endor. This is the Hoth system, you know. But they didn't really do that with this one. It was just like, this is whatever planet, you know. I don't know. but I guess it's a Star Wars story, so it's going to have a different feel than the core Star Wars, like the Skywalker story, Star Wars films. And directors have their different vision and writer's you know, write different ways, and there's a lot of different variables that contributed to the way that that movie came out. And also, I didn't feel like I feel I remembering my initial thoughts from the first time that I saw that movie was I felt like it felt long, but it moved fast at the same time. And I say that because the movie is like freaking like almost two and a half hours or something like that. Yeah, I didn't realize it was that long. Yeah. But, like, I felt it, but if it also felt like everything was just moving really fast at the same time. Like, it was it was a weird, it was, it was just a weird experience because the relationship between the main characters, like, I didn't, I didn't feel like there was a connection between pretty much any of them besides Chirrut and Baze, who were already, you know, together at the time that, you know, they were introduced. But with that, it's like you didn't. Like, I counted how many times they said their name. Yeah, like that's every, right. Because, every like... Every time they say their name, it's, like, said by, like, Cassian, who you can barely understand to begin with. So, it's like, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what he's saying <laughs> when he says their names. And then when they introduce themselves, it's like, the background noise is so loud, you can't hear Chirrut say that his name is Chirrut. So, it's like... And then he's like, yeah, and this is Baze. And I'm just like, what are you saying? What's go? I can't. This the sound was mixed so poorly. I can't hear you. I hear everything else around you. So, you know, by the like by the end of the movie, it's like yeah, yeah. Donnie Yen's character was really cool, <laughs> and that's that's what you were referring to him as until you go look up, look up, look him up. I mean, I don't know. Uh, that's my my problems with it were from technical standpoints and being the Star Wars fan that I am, not being able to know the character names and you know the planet names and stuff like that after only seeing it one time but it's nitpicky stuff but as i mean like it was fine i feel like it was fine like it wasn't just one of the best like i wouldn't rank it very high but i don't know i thought as a standalone movie it was really good like if it was just by itself i still would have been like that was a good movie i don't know maybe but i I think i think the the best character in that entire movie. I think we're forgetting K2. Yeah. Yeah. He was hilarious the entire time. Yeah. He was pretty great. He was pretty great. Good good for some some laughs and Yeah. 
I just remembering specifically when was that Jen that shot the other the other Imperial droid? Yeah. And he was like, did you know that wasn't me? <laughs> <laughs> he sounded so offended. Yeah, yeah, it was great. Yeah, the best character in the whole movie after Darth Vader at the end. But you know, whatever, because he's Darth Vader. Hey, don't roll your eyes. All right. I wasn't rolling my eyes. He was imagining it. Oh, fine, whatever. <laughs> but. Yeah, I don't know. Perhaps if I didn't know all of the behind-the-scenes stuff before going into it, I may might have enjoyed it a little more. But the fact that I mean, it face it has its own. It has all the same problem as a lot of prequel movies have. You already know the end. You already know the end game. Like you already know where it's gonna end. You already know that none of these characters are gonna survive. So it's like I what's didn't the know point? that. <laughs> But it takes place before A New Hope. So, obviously, none of these people live. They got the plans out, and they're all dead. Yeah, so, I, like I said, I went into that movie blind, and so when everybody started dying, I was like, is this how the movie's going to end? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then that, I don't know, I feel like the, the like the, the romance or whatever between Cassian and Jen that they tried to... I even really notice the romance together at the end of the movie but i just... mean like they're the only like they know that the world is about to be blown up and so like it's just like they're just looking at each other like hey let's just like this is gonna be the last you know i don't know i don't feel like it was like a real relationship i felt like they were just like thrown together and then they just were like let's just share this one last moment before we die possibly it could also be a result of the two different directors and now the movie was edited or you know it could have been there could have been a more fleshed fleshed out relationship between the two of them in a different cut of the movie or something like that i'm kind of glad there wasn't yeah i agree none of that nonsense i don't need any of that give me my give me the give me the meat you know (laughs) i'm glad you found that funny Anyway, sorry. Back to the grown-up discussion about <laughs> Star Wars. <laughs> um, yeah, it was fine, but good for you for enjoying it so so much. You know, it made its money. I know you're super excited to see Solo next. Untrue. <laughs> good, because I'm not watching that movie again. That movie should have never come out it should have never come out no nobody asked for that movie i feel bad for the actors that were in it because they were like yeah i'm gonna be in a star wars movie and then it's just like wow like this is terrible it's like, yeah yeah i'm gonna be in star wars then this movie is gonna be so good that they put that oh wait you haven't seen it do you mind do you know do you care if i spoil the end of it no okay so you know who darth maul is right barely all right so darth maul is at the end of it <laughs> And it's like, oh yeah, Darth Maul, here comes the next movie. <laughs> yeah, right. So it's like, they're like, yeah, we got this Darth Maul in here, got this teaser in here, and we're going to be set for like three more movies, two or three more movies, and nah, bruh, the movie was garbage. There was also no advertising or anything. Like I saw, cu- like we went to Denny's and we saw, we saw cups yeah. there at Denny's that were like still being sold. This was like less than a month ago. Yeah. <laughs> it was terrible. 
it's like you still, they're still, they're still at the mercy. They're still trying to scrape every penny out of it that they can. What was a little sad for from my point of view about the, um, the whole Darth Maul thing is that um, we had gone to Comic Palooza prior to that, and uh, Ray Park, the guy that does that, like wears the Darth Maul makeup and everything, and does all the acrobatics and stuff for him, he was like. <laughs> because obviously people were asking him hey so you're going to play Darth Maul this was before Solo came out that he was at the con so people were like hey are you ever going to play Darth Maul again and he was like you know I can't I can't say anything blah 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 it would be cool if they asked me to come back and all of this you know and then we see the movie and he's like oh man he's in the movie again and then they say oh we're putting a hold on all like side Star Wars stories and we're like ah oh, man that sucks that sucks because he was really excited about playing Darth Maul that's heartbreaking yeah so it's like dang he oh. gets like three seconds at the end of the movie and that's it yeah so that 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 part about Solo was pretty pretty disappointing but I mean the movie was a lot of disappointment to begin with so. but anyway um how old do you remember Mad Max? Because that was your first time seeing it. Oh my gosh, so that was a really good movie. Yeah. I really liked that. And it was kind of the same thing as like with Wonder Woman, where I saw more about it online. Like I saw a lot about it online right after it came out. Mm-hmm. And so I got to see, like, I, I knew a little bit about the effects and I knew um, like about the different scenes and a lot of people had broken them down and everything like that. And so I saw all that and I was like, I know I'm going to like this movie. So whenever you were like, you want to watch this movie? I was like, sure. And I really, really, really liked it. I thought it was a really interesting movie. And I really liked knowing that, like, most of the effects were practical effects. That was really neat. And also, um... For the record, I didn't ask you if you wanted to watch that movie. You said, hey, I haven't seen Mad Max. I want to watch that. Sorry. Sorry. My memory's bad. (laughs) That's fine. It's on brand for me. That's fine. Um, but yeah, it was really great. I really liked the story. And I really liked... I just liked everything. I liked all of the characters in it, mm-hmm. and I thought that the the antagonists were really hateable, which was great. I don't know, like it was really great. That was um, that was one of those movies because I was listening uh, another podcast that I was listening to. They they were asked the question, "What's one movie that you really enjoyed that you would never see again?" And Mad Max was kind of like that for me. Like, I enjoyed it the first viewing, but it was like. I could live with not seeing it again. Like personally, like like I said, it was it was a good movie. The effects were really good, like the story was good, but after seeing it is like the entire movie was them going one place, finding mm-hmm. out that the place is not what they were expecting and then going back. This is just 2 hours of them driving in dirt one direction, finding out it's wrong and then driving back the other way. But it's not like when you forget something at home and have to go back to get it. Like that's not. It's not the. You're, you're talking about it like it's that, but it's not. It's not what it was. But the way that Tom Hardy came around and was like, "Hey, the water is back at that place. Why don't we go back there?" And they were like, "Oh yeah, you're right. The water is there. It does seem like that." But yeah, it kind of does. When you when you say it like that, when you say it like that, it does. But like they couldn't have, they couldn't have done any of that had they not gotten, like, the bad guys that far out. Like right. had they not gotten all of like the best armies out of like their protected zones and everything like that, they wouldn't have been able to go back around, kill everybody, and then overtake everything. Right. 
So you're right. Yeah, I'm just telling you how I felt about it after watching it the first time. I just felt like, all right, journey this way, journey back the same way. It's all right, cool story, bro. But that's fair. Yeah, I don't know. But unless you have anything else about Mad Max that you would like to uh, specifically speak on, we can uh, begin to close this thing out here. Okay, how do we do that? As it stands now, it's just a few movies that uh, that we've watched here, and it sounds like you've enjoyed them for the most part. Yeah. Yeah. I think so. Yeah, I think so too. Sounds like it. Sounds like it. But that's that's pretty much the format of this episode, um, of this show rather. We're just gonna be sitting here talking about movies that she hadn't seen with most of them um i've already seen and just seeing and comparing opinions and thoughts about said movies and if you enjoy that continue to tune in probably do another one of these toward the end of the month if we can get around to it but if you enjoyed it Leave a five-star review. Leave comments saying what you would like to... uh, If there are specific things you would like to hear from the podcast, if you're my sister listening to this, just text me. I know you will anyway. (laughs) That's not a bad thing, I promise. And you hold... What, you have other comments? You look like... No? No. Like and subscribe. No! (laughs) I mean, you can if, you, if you're not subscribed, please subscribe. That would be great. <laughs> oh my god! But anyway, that's that's Taylor Made. Um, you can follow follow me on Twitter at Is It Rotten Cast on Instagram at Difficult Dot Productions D I F F I K U L T Dot Productions. Or email me at isitrotten at gmail.com. You can plug your socials if you would like. Everything is probably under awkward0w1. That's awkward0w1. If you would like to follow Taylor on her social media. So until next time, which I will let you know about on the main podcast whenever we uh, get together to do this again we'll be discussing Mary and the Witch's Flower The Nice Guys, Coco Trevor Noah Sketches and possibly more so until then you guys have a great rest of your week make sure to tune in on Wednesday for the main podcast where I'll be talking about 12 Strong and may the force be with you Depending on how long we discuss, what do you? I'm just asking. I'm asking what you want to do next. Hey, you dropped something on the ground. Thanks. Tune in. Um, you dropped something <laughs> on the floor. Over I actually there. dropped two things on the floor. Wow. Somewhere. You said it was garbage. I can still like something and say it's garbage. Mm-hmm. Like McDonald's. Yeah. <laughs> Ha <laughs> ha
I guess there's no point in doing that if you're, there's no video. That's to sync. They do that with videos to sync the audio with the video. That's cool. Because it spikes on the thing. So you just line up the spike on the video with the audio. That's so cool. I had no idea. Now you know because it's like Super Short Show. I used to say that to my mom every time I told her something new. Oh, we still do that. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't sent you that gift yet? No. Oh, I have one. I have two, actually. <laughs> what does inaugural mean? <laughs> <laughs> Hold on, let me Google it. Marking the beginning of an institution, activity, or period of office. And have a great rest of your life. (laughs) I botched it. (laughs) I didn't mean to say have a great rest of your life. (laughs) I meant to say I may the force be with you. (laughs) How could you get those two weeks out? I have no idea. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> That's gonna be funny. I'm gonna edit. <laughs>